Hello and welcome back to the Bearded Beast Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And today we're going to talk a little bit about concealed carry, different types of firearms, some things that you may or may not know about concealed carry, and some tips and things to think about. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Alright, so we're going to talk a little bit about concealed carry today. One of the big questions I get asked all the time is, what is the best type of gun for concealed carry? And what I like to tell everybody is, you know, that's kind of personal preference. Um, a lot of people like to, um, a lot of people really like semi-automatics. And, um, you know, with that, um, you get more uh, magazine capacity, more ammo. Uh, whenever you go with those types of guns versus a revolver but I'm more of a wheel gun type of guy myself and I I really like a 38 or a 357 magnum and that's kind of another thing that that uh, I really would like to just come out and discuss right here right now is um, if you've got the option to buy a 357 magnum uh, do it. Uh, I know a lot of people out there, especially with the ammo shortage. Um, I got people coming in all the time, and uh, we did have a lot of 357 Magnum ammo uh, still available, and 38 was hard to come by. And um, I'm just like, y'all, what about the 357 Magnum? I got 357 Magnum ammo. You know, uh, 38 was just seemed like it was scarce. Uh, still is kind of scarce, but. Um, same way the 44 specials kind of a kind of a rarity you don't see that a whole lot but it's kind of the same way uh, get a 44 magnum instead of a 44 special because it'll shoot both just like the 357 mag it'll shoot 38 and 357 so it's kind of crazy not to even if you only want just purely 38 I still recommend getting a 357 and just shoot 38 specials out of it if that's what you want to do. But getting back to what we were previously talking about, um, about you know what's better, I prefer a wheel gun. Um, most smaller uh, 357 Magnums uh, only hold five shots, and the big question is, is like, well, I, I probably need more ammo, and and in my opinion, I really don't think so. Um, Depending on how many attackers, 357 Magnum is really going to lay a hurt to somebody if you would ever have to use your weapon, and or or even a 38. Um, is five shots sufficient? Can't really answer that question. Uh, for most cases, um, I think five shots would be more than enough. Um, if you add that in to the fact that. You know, it, it, it's a very rare case that somebody will, in their lifetime, get attacked and will need to use their firearm. And then, you know, to top that off with, you know, even another factor of there's more than one uh, one assailant. Um, so, I my personal opinion, I think I think five six shots is plenty. But I I know people that you know they want to get uh, as many. Uh, bullets as they can inside their magazine and you know that's really 
I mean, do you need 16, 18, 20 rounds? Um, probably not. But, I mean, it's also, you know, it's it's good to have more ammo. I mean, it's it really is. It, it's, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it, as they say. Um, but um, another thing to take into consideration is that uh, a revolver is not going to fail you. Um, semi-automatics have a tendency to jam, and that's another thing that, uh, you know, people always people always really struggle with they they want to take a they they buy a semi-automatic handgun a nine millimeter 380 whatever they take it out and they go to shoot and they'll shoot you know maybe they'll shoot a whole box let's just say they'll shoot 50 rounds and they may have not had any kind of malfunctions they may have had some may have had some malfunctions um, failure to feed whatnot and you know they they want to blame the gun when in reality if you look inside most owners most owners manuals they will tell you in there that you should every one of them's different but you should shoot 400 rounds let's say 800 rounds whatever to give that gun time to break in before before it, it's what they consider reliable. And I, I have a lot of guns that come back into the shop and people's like, I just bought this and I'm having problems with it. It's jamming up, you know, all this stuff. And I'm just kind of like, you know, did you read your owner's manual? You know, you, you're, it, it's not, you know, it's not uncommon to have problems with semi-automatics until you get them good and broke in. Another thing is clean it, make sure it's, it's clean. But with all that being said, um, it really is, uh, it's something to consider. Um, Semi-automatics may jam up, especially if you take it out and you only shoot 50 rounds, 100 rounds out of it. It's still not broke in, and you're putting that uh, inside the waistband holster, uh, inside a purse, um, inside your pocket maybe, and you're betting your life that that thing is not going to jam up whenever you need it the most and it's something to really consider is is to break in break in your firearm and get it to where you know it, it's it's well broke in and lessen the chances of it uh, of it jamming up and having a problem whenever you need it the most which is another big reason why I go with uh, I, I really like wheel guns um, they, they don't jam and you got as many rounds, but my personal opinion, I, I don't think I need that many rounds. So that's always why I've really decided to go with, you know, with a revolver. And, of course, I'm, I'm not going to say that uh, I don't carry a semi-automatic sometimes um, as far as my CCW. Uh, I got a FN 5.7 that I really, really like. Uh magazine holds 20 rounds one of the 20 plus one one in the chamber um i really really like that thing it's you know it has a purpose and you know i i do carry it i don't not all up with that you know the five seven they say it defeats body armor and this and that that's not why i have it i, I really like the gun i really enjoy shooting it lately it's been hard to find ammo for which you know 
but I, I got plenty and I do occasionally carry that. But uh, when it comes down to it, a uh, little 357, five shot, little revolver, just tucked in, tucked inside a waistband or, or uh, in some kind of a, in, even in a holster. And um, I've always, I've always really tried to, when people come in the shop, I always really try to, to explain that to them and say, look, you know, a semi-automatic is, I'm, I'm not downplaying a semi-automatic handgun. I, I've, they're, they're great. But are you going to go to the extreme, uh, the recommendations by the manufacturer to break in that firearm before you bet your life on it? Most people probably won't. They won't, they won't do that. And that's, it's, it's just kind of mind boggling that, you know, you, you go in and you want to spend four or five, $600 on a, on a handgun, um, and be like, okay, you know, now I got my protection. Well, you, you can't guarantee that. Of course, you can't guarantee that any semi-automatic is going to go off. I mean, if you got one chambered up, the first shot's going to go off. Yeah, sure. But, you know, if you went with a semi-automatic because of the magazine capacity, just because you could get more and that thing's, you know, you're going to have problems with it because you didn't break it in, you didn't clean it, you didn't, you know, is, is that really a good idea? Is that, is that a way that, that you want to go? I mean, most people just don't think about that and that's... That's why why I'm having this discussion is to just kind of get people to really open their eyes and really look at this and, and see that, you know, it, it it is important. It is it is a big deal. Um, another thing is I have people that come in all the time and they want to get a gun for their their wife or their girlfriend, or maybe just a friend, a lady friend, somebody that they know, their mom, and they always come in, and it's and it's always the the same thing. Um, well, I want to get her a twenty-two, or I want to do this, want to do that, and uh, just smaller is better. Well, that's not necessarily a good thing I tell people you know get what you can afford you don't want to walk in and and pick up a a five six hundred dollar Ruger 22 you know off the shelf and and be like okay this is gonna you know I'm gonna I'm gonna protect myself with this you want to get something a little bit bigger you want you want to get something that's a little bit better and a lot of people are the big thing is with the ladies is they have a real problem racking slides. Some of them can't pull the slides back. Um, they do make some uh, pretty decent firearms out there. I know uh, Smith & Wesson's got an uh, easy slide version now. And uh, a lot of ladies really, really like that because they can, they can rack that slide back. Um, I always try and just steer uh, women to the revolvers as well. Um, a Taurus or a Smith and Wesson, uh, 38 is pretty pretty good. Or, or get a 357 and only strictly shoot uh, 38 specials if the 357 is too much.
but uh, they make a lot of them now because most women want to stick their guns in their purse and um, they they kind of most of them have the same the same problem with the slide is what they do a revolver they have problems um, really pulling that hammer back and getting it into single action so um, what I kind of recommend there is a double action only a, a hammerless revolver um, especially whenever they're going to go stick it in their purse all the time you know that's um, you ain't got to worry about your car keys or your wallet or something catching on that hammer and cocking that hammer back and making that trigger where it's just you know ever so slightly bump it and it's going off um, that's what I did for my wife I, I got her a hammerless uh, 38 and she just she absolutely loves that thing um, and w once again it's it's only five shots it's um I think that's plenty. I really do. Uh, most of the time, if you ever are attacked, uh, you pull out that gun. If you are able to pull it out, most of the time, somebody's going to take off running. They're not going to stand there and want to fight. They picked you as a target because you looked easy. You didn't look like you had any weapons on you. You, you don't look like you would put up much of a struggle or a fight. And you go pulling a piece of iron out. I mean, they're going to, nine times out of ten, they're going to blitz. And the ones that do stick around, you know, you fire off a shot, even if, it, even if it doesn't hit them. You know, they might call your bluff. You pull out that gun, they might call your bluff and think that, hey, you ain't going to shoot. You ain't going to shoot. Fire that round off. They're going to they're gonna take off. So... It really gives you something to think about, um, especially all the ladies out there, um, what they want to do. But I, for for ladies, I, I definitely recommend if if you if you don't want a revolver to to maybe find something with an easy slide and a three eighty nine millimeter, um, and you know, it's 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 solely up to you. I mean, there's pros and cons of both of them. You know, like I discussed, revolvers don't jam, semi-automatics semi do, but semi-automatics holds more ammo if, if you're into that kind of thing, if you think you may need it. I have always said that, you know, if I'm someplace where I need more than five rounds to um, get these attackers, multiple attackers away from me, I probably shouldn't have been there to begin with. That's uh, that's just how I look at it. I I try to always watch my surroundings. I uh, my wife will be the first one to tell you that uh, when we go into a restaurant somewhere, if given the option, I like to sit all the way back in the corner with my back up against the wall so I can see everything and everybody. That's just how I've always been, and you know I I'm a people watcher. I watch people. I, I I read their body language. I, you know, I, I can generally tell how a conversation with a random stranger is going to go just solely on their body language, and it's kind of a, a good skill to have, um, especially working working at the shop and having people come in. You know, I can. I could tell the way, just the way somebody gets out of their vehicle if they're going to come in and, and be a problem or not. 
So, I mean, that's something else for you guys to, you know, maybe if, if you don't do that to really start watching and paying attention to is uh, is body language of, of another person just to kind of get you, you know, kind of get you prepped and, and get you paying attention to that kind of thing. Now, another thing is... Um, caliber size we get into we get into caliber size a lot i get asked lots of questions you know and on one end of the spectrum you got uh you got small calibers like uh 22 long rifle and 22 magnum there are people out there that that uh do use this caliber as uh, as their concealed carry um this day and age they make all kinds of fancy little uh little revolvers that that shoot 22 22 magnum some of them mount right in a belt buckle so it's always there at your fingertips uh, others you know you can just tuck them in your pocket um, and you know why they probably won't kill somebody I, I mean they would if you hit them in the right spot but i i still wouldn't want to get shot with one um and that's is it enough to get somebody away from you? Yes, because your end goal is not to just stand there and completely shoot somebody. Your goal should be to get away. So if you, you know, shoot somebody, if you have to shoot somebody with a 22 long rifle, 22 magnum, any kind of small caliber like that and and you would and they would double over and grab the grab the place that you shot, your key focus should be getting away. It should not be standing there and staying to fight. With that being said, on the other end of the spectrum, I know uh, some guys use these little uh, snub nose 44 Magnums. Um, I know one guy that carried a, uh, I think it was a Ruger Alaskan 454 Casul. And I remember my old uh concealed carry instructor they were in a in a pretty heated debate and this guy was talking to him and he said uh <clears throat> he said you know i think i'm i'm gonna carry my 454 casul and my instructor said well what on earth would you want to do that for and he said well he said i probably only need one shot and my instructor looked at him and he said yeah you're probably right he said but if you ever had to use that he said, just remember that on that day in the courtroom, they could, you know, possibly try and say that, you know, that's premeditated. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, it's an attack and, uh, you know, that's, that's how things go. But you really thought that out, that you got this big caliber that you'd probably only need one shot. And that kind of resonated with me and really got to thinking. And, and as I sat there and I, I listened to them, uh, you know, they discussed more and more about it, about um, how, you know, how that, that a bigger caliber like that could be considered excessive. And, you know, nothing surprises me anymore with these court systems and, and things that get brought up and pinned on people. So, you know, that's something else to think about. 99% um, uh, of the people out there are not going to 
are probably not going to carry a 22 for, you know, their self-defense. And the same can be said about the other end of the spectrum with like a 454 Casul or something, some, some massive round like that. Most people are, the majority of people are going to be uh, 380s, 40s, 9mm, maybe some 45 ACP. Uh, that makes some pretty, pretty, uh, really nice single stack 45 ACP uh, subcompact micro compact guns, which are, which are really nice. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, I know I dumped a lot of information real quick, but, um, you know, that's it's one thing to just consider whenever you're uh, picking out your concealed carry weapon or, uh, you know, if you're, you're thinking about going and getting something. Um, there's, there's pros and cons on both sides. And the big thing is, like I said, you don't want to be, you don't want to stand there and fight. You, you know, you want to do the damage, whether, whether that's a, a, a fatal impact whenever you pull the trigger or if it's, you know, someplace, you shoot them someplace that, you know, isn't fatal and, you know, they reach over and, oh my God, you know, and grab hold of it. Uh, that's one thing that uh, you, your goal, your focus is to get away. It's not to stay there and just unload um, because then you know that's that could be interpreted that you know you were intentionally trying to kill that person but with that being said you know uh, if you fear for your life you know you you have to do what is necessary and I I hope that I I don't ever have to use my firearm I'm, I, I do not want to I do not want to uh, shoot have to shoot somebody or kill somebody that's i'm just there to protect my life and protect my family and that is why i carry but i don't have to tell anybody that this day and age things is just it's really crazy and you just you don't know you never know there's uh there's so many shootings going on right now. Just so much crime. It's you just don't know where you're gonna you're gonna find yourself. Uh, you know, it just one day at the wrong place at the right time, and you know everything could everything could go bad. So that's uh, I've I've always been a firm believer in in the concealed carry, and and whether you have a permit or you know Missouri now is a uh, you don't a permitless state. You don't have to have a permit to conceal carry, which I think is fantastic. I, I criminals are going to pack guns around and you know do what do what they do and and you know assault and violence and robbery and things like that. They they carry concealed, and they're going to carry concealed whether or not they got a permit. They don't care. They're there to commit crime, and that's exactly what crime is. It's it's against the law. So how many laws are they going to break? They they don't care. So that's uh, it, it's just it's something to think about. There's a lot of uh, just a lot of stuff going on, and uh, if you don't have a concealed carry gun, and 
you think that you you may be interested in getting one, I definitely recommend doing it. Um, I do also recommend going and doing a concealed carry course with a with a licensed uh, with a licensed trainer, and uh, you know go ahead and doing the course. Um, they teach you you know what you need to know. Um, the legalities of everything. They teach you about, um, you know, certain laws and things like that that you probably aren't aware of. Um, and I think anybody that's wanting to carry concealed, I really, really think that uh, they should look into that. I, I think that people should be trained. And, uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that everybody walking around carrying a gun, a concealed carry gun, it has to be trained. Um, you know, there's people out there that's been using firearms and shooting firearms and knows their way around firearms for years and years and years. And, you know, those people like that, they, they probably, while they could probably learn a bit, a little bit about the law, it, it wouldn't be a bad idea. But, um, you know, they, they probably don't need the, the whole... Uh, safety course spiel and I'm not throwing off on safety I'm big on safety but you know they've probably through their hunters education or you know other things that they've done they've probably had that safety you know pounded in their heads a million times and at this point it'd just be like going through the motions so I do kind of recommend everybody to go ahead and do that um, and give it a little thought and uh with that, guys, uh, this is going to do it for me. I'll see y'all on the next one.